It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 899. You are not your khakis. And Shopping or Finding Meaning, both by Joshua Fields Milburn of theminimalists.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays like Memorial Day, just like an audiobook, but free of charge, mostly from blogs, but sometimes from books, and always with permission from the websites. That's very important, otherwise it would be copyright infringement. So a happy Memorial Day to you. I hope you're having a relaxing one, if you're in the United States, that is. Before we get to the two posts today, hiring? ZipRecruiter has revolutionized how you do it. Their technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. They find great candidates for you. Try it for free today at ziprecruiter.com old. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. For now, let's get right to today's two posts as we optimize your life. You are not your khakis by Joshua Fields Milburn of theminimalists.com. I came home one day and it was all gone. If my 28-year-old self would have walked into the home of my 30-year-old self, he would have thought he'd been robbed. Where did all my stuff go, he'd have thought. I worked so hard to buy all that stuff and now it's all gone. My 28-year-old self would have panicked when he noticed that over 90% of his stuff was no longer there. It was gone, vanished, poof. He had given so much meaning to all that stuff, the car, the clothes, the gadgets, the trappings of a consumer culture that he was a part of, but that stuff didn't have any real meaning. He was part of the disease, not the cure. There were so many lessons he learned in those two years. Remember when Fight Club's Tyler Durden told us we are not our fucking khakis? Many of my learned lessons were similar to that quote. I am not my stuff. I am not my jeans. I am not my television. I am not my car. I am not my bank account. I am not my vocation. I am so much more. I am who I am on the inside. I do amazing things, yet I am imperfect. I accomplish incredible feats, yet I make mistakes. I am a caring person, yet I forget about important things sometimes. I am proud of who I am, yet I make bad decisions at times. I'm a human being, a mixed bag. I am just like you, and I'm still learning. Stuff is just stuff. Possessions can be replaced. You cannot. We cannot purchase a meaningful life. We can only live it one day at a time. But of course, I wasn't robbed. It didn't happen overnight. I didn't wake up one day and get rid of the vast majority of my stuff. It took time. It started with a pair of khakis that I didn't wear, grew into an entire basement of clothes that no longer fit, and expanded from there one item at a time. Once I got rid of one thing, I started questioning other things in my life, asking myself better questions to get to the root of why I had all this stuff that I didn't need or even want most of the time. Why did I buy this? What could I have used that money for instead? Do I really need this? What would happen if I didn't have this anymore? Could I replace this if I really needed to? Can someone else use this more than I can? Does this add value to my life? I kept questioning my possessions and getting rid of more and more stuff, a carload of clothes here, a piece of furniture there, one thing at a time, donating the majority of it. And then I came home one day last week, walked in and realized that I didn't own much stuff anymore. I realized I could have less stuff and still be happy, still live a meaningful life. I will continue to question my stuff. Do I need this couch even though I rarely sit on it? Do I need these jeans when I have two other pairs? Do I need this watch when my phone has a clock on it? Do I need this? this or that? 
no, I don't think physical possessions are inherently evil or wrong. I just think we give too much meaning to our stuff, the stuff that doesn't matter. Every dollar we spend is a dollar we have to work for, which takes our time away from us, our precious time. Our time is our freedom. Thus, our stuff has the potential to rob us of our freedom. So maybe I was robbed, robbed by my stuff, robbed of my freedom. No more though, I'm in control now. I am aware that I am not my stuff. I have another post from Joshua, but really quick, thank you again to ZipRecruiter for keeping this show running. I've personally struggled trying to find help online. There are a bunch of different tasks I need help with to keep these five podcasts running. And finding the right person is super difficult. But ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. That's one. Compare that to my months of searching. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com old. That's ZipRecruiter.com old. ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire. Shopping or Finding Meaning by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com Quote, Forsake your brothers, give up on your lovers to get the things you think you need. Jay Nash from Sweet Talking Liar Unlike some men, I used to enjoy shopping. The act itself felt therapeutic. It took my mind off the vapid, empty life I was leading. I bought things to pacify the sadness and discontent within. Clothes, gadgets, and accessories were my holy trinity. Shackled by the chains of consumerism, I ended up with things I didn't need, things I didn't even want much of the time. So I stored those excess things in my basement or in my extra closets or in large storage containers stacked in various rooms throughout my oversized house. I didn't use the stuff, but I held on to it just in case. But I ended up with much more than just the stuff I bought. I ended up with debt from the stuff I financed or purchased with credit cards. And I ended up with anxiety from that debt and anxiety from the space the stuff occupied. Unbeknownst to me, I developed a sense of attachment to my stuff over time. I didn't question this feeling, I simply accepted it, which made letting go very difficult. All this misguided angst led me to more shopping in an attempt to fill the void I'd created. It was a vicious cycle. Eventually, when I stumbled across minimalism, my eyes were forced open and I saw a scary new world. I began to realize this never-ending cycle of consumerism would lead to perpetual discontent. Unless I broke the cycle and only I could do it, no one else could do it for me. I realized that while I needed some stuff, there was no meaning in my endless consumption loop. I needed to close the loop. Not only did I need to stop buying most of the stuff I was buying, but I had to start paring down and getting rid of the stuff I didn't need. I knew simply getting rid of my stuff wasn't the complete answer. I knew I could get rid of all my stuff and sit in an empty room and be just as miserable as I was before. Rather, I needed to discover what was important in my life. I needed to replace the stuff in my life with meaningful pursuits. So as I got rid of the excess stuff, I replaced it by focusing on the important aspects of my life. I radically improved my health. I focused on the relationships I had forsaken for so long. I pursued my passion for writing fiction. I found ways to improve daily and grow as an individual. And I began to contribute beyond myself. 
These are the things that allowed me to do something that shopping could never let me do. They allowed me to live a meaningful life. Today, less than two years later, a shopping mall feels like an unwelcoming place of chaos, destruction, and anxiety. Today, I'd rather have a meaningful experience than negotiate the halls of a crowded shopping mall looking for that crack cocaine high of yesteryear. You just listened to the post titled, You Are Not Your Khakis, and Shopping or Finding Meaning, both by Joshua Fields Milburn of theminimalist.com. And that makes 899 episodes crazy. I should do something special for episode 900 tomorrow. I don't have any special plans, but I could do something silly like put my bloopers at the end so you can see how many mistakes I make and how many I edit out while recording these episodes for you. Sounds easy, but it isn't. But that's all I've got for today. Let's keep this ending super minimal for Minimalist Monday. Have a great start to your week and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.